Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piewarski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown. 2A views, conservative views, and uh, Craig, where you been? I mean, it's hump day. Where you been? Dude, I, I was in Hawaii, and uh, well, let's just say my, uh, my let's just say that uh, uh, my, my weekend both began early and lasted for a while. Mike, 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 Mike. I know it's a Mike. It's hump day. Hump day. It's hump day. Hump day. Yes, sir. I took I took Hump Day seriously, and I was like, you know what? I was enjoying Hawaii a little bit too much. Actually, what happened was I wound up spending the last few days that I was there uh, at uh, uh, in the southern part of Kona, where there the internet connection was just not good, no matter where I was. But uh, needless to say, I had a good time. Yeah, that's what it was. It was the internet that's what kept you from doing the show in Hawaii? Um, <laughs> well, you know, good, good on you. Good on you. I hope you had a good time and. Uh... And, uh, you know, now it's back, back to work, back to the grind, um, back to work, back to the grind. You know, I got to tell you folks, if you've, if you've never been to Hawaii, it's always good to visit. If you're looking for like the real kind of Island feel, I got to tell you, Kona is now I've been to three of the islands. Kona is, is now, is now officially my favorite. Well, it's been a while since I've been there, but, uh, it's really far away from the East Coast. We, we, we tend to go to the, uh, the Caribbean when it's time to, to play in the islands. Oh, yeah. Well, you got, I mean, you guys got some nice islands there, you know, like you said, in the, like right there, right there in the Caribbean. And it, to be quite honest, you know, Florida in certain places is also very nice and tropical and, uh, and quite enjoyable as well. And, and politically popular. And definitely, definitely more politically popular than Hawaii. Hawaii is a great yeah, place our, to visit. Wouldn't want, to, wouldn't, wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. Not with the politics. Our, our our governor removed another state attorney today, so it was wonderful. I heard about that. Unfortunately, it didn't make our it didn't make our list of stories. What was the uh, what was the reason slash rationale behind the move? Uh, she's weak on crime. She refuses to charge people. Uh, uh, she's she's a Soros uh, candidate, by the way, um, and uh, uh, there was a. Uh, two shootings involving police over the last couple of months and the shooters would not have been out there if she had charged them properly the first time they were arrested. So, well, there you go. Don't do your job, lose your job. That's kind of the way it That's should it. be. There you go. There you go. Just like that. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into today's stories. But before we do, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. That's right. Let's say hi to our friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. You want yourself a nice AR barrel for your next project, whether it's a rebarrel your current rifle or for your next AR build, get on over to hitmanindustries.net. All barrel lengths and all calibers available. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Make sure you keep your eyes on the California 6th Congressional Race. Uh, if you want the best in concealment holsters on the market, get on over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com, hogholsters.com. Use the discount code the rundown. It's all one word, all caps, no spaces. And if you want some uh, outdoor gear, go in the field gear, tactical kind of gear, come over and see our friends at uscombatgear.com. 
That's right, folks. Our sponsors, uh, they bring us to you so that we can bring you to them. So do us a favor. Uh, do yourself a favor. Visit them. All you got to do is follow the links in the description to this program. It'll take you to their websites. Uh, and uh, I promise you'll like what you can, what you see there. Spend some money with them and make sure you tell them that it was the guys over at the Rundown that sent you. Yep. All right, a lot and of listen, stuff. If we haven't been... said this before. We haven't said it before. I don't know if I have. You know, Hitman Industries, Hog Holsters, and uscombatgear.com, all all veteran-owned and operated, and, and and combat vets as well. Yeah. And, I, you know, folks, I think that's vitally important. Once again, we're not just – we're supporting Americans who have supported America, right? These are not just folks who support us. They support our country, not just uh, in, in how they spend their money, but also in, in uh, their willingness to uh, uh, dedicate their lives or put their lives on the line uh, for you and me yep. and for our freedoms and liberties. That's it. Gotta That's love them. Gotta love them. All right, let's get into today's news. So according to data, and this is in The Guardian, which is interesting because, you know, The Guardian is actually a very, very le- kind of left-wing newspaper. And it was noting that, uh, well... America tends to be or is seeming to be, a, well, more conservative these days. It says here that uh, more Americans identify as socially conservatives than at any time in a decade. And I have some theories why. We'll see. Well, let me, let me go down all the way down here and see who wrote this. because I didn't bother even bother to look and see. So this is Betsy Reed, and she's an editor over at, uh, over at, uh, the, uh, over at the Guardian. It says, earlier this summer, Gallup published... Some surprising numbers. More Americans identified as socially conservative than at any time in about a decade. 38% said they were conservative or very conservative when it, ca- when it came to social issues, as opposed to 29% who said they were liberal or very liberal. A year earlier, 33% were on the conservative side and 30% on the liberal. What accounts for this shift? While these numbers tell us something interesting about personal identification, they don't actually tell us all that, all that much about policy. Social issues wasn't identified by the Gallup pollsters, leaving respondents to interpret them, uh, to interpret the term for themselves. But the line between social issues and economic issues isn't that clear. Is income inequality a social issue or an economic issue or both? What about abortion, which has long been defined as a social issue but has a huge economic impact? What I will say about this particular story, Mike, is this, is that uh, I think the author doesn't get it, but I also think she kind of does. And I say it for this reason. I think the reason why more people are starting to identify themselves as conservative is not because they not because they have really shifted in terms of their perspective on issues. It's that the left uh, has, has, has shifted. The left has decided to engage in a culture war. They've decided to say, we are now going to change all of the fundamental underlying understandings and beliefs that you have, right? For example... When it comes to gender and gender identity, when it comes to human sexuality, when it comes to uh, when it comes to the the importance of of capitalism and free market enterprise, when it comes to the role of police, when it comes to the level of racism that there is in this country, you name it. In item after item, the left has become unhinged, and I think a lot of people who are like, well, you know, okay, I, I realize that there's racism and we could probably be doing better, but 
we're not the most, we're not necessarily a racist country or people who are like, you know, you, you can live your life however you want to live your life, but there really are only two sexes. I mean, people who, I always, I'll put it to you this way. It's gone from conservative versus liberal to common sense versus common nonsense. Yeah, and, and Craig, I don't recall if it was was Bill Maher or John Stewart. I know, I know. Once I say it, you'll remember which one it was. Um, uh, he said that um, one of them said that their politics have stayed the same, but over the past you know four years, eight years, the Democrat Party has continued to shift further left, thereby making their beliefs more centrist. So well, that that it, was definitely that, that was definitely Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Okay, so now you know they're, it's not so much that they're creating new conservatives. It's that the, 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 the ruler, which, which we judge them by, uh, you know, it now has them in the middle, uh, you know, leaning more towards conservative values than it did before when they were just, you know, normal run of the mill you know, Democrats. Uh, they, they've, they've gone so far to the left that the only thing that's left for them is the, is the center. And now they're leaning more conservative than they were before. Well, right. I mean, but, and, and it's weird how crazy it is because, once again, we're not talking about, okay, we're talking about some very common sense things. Like I said, for example, maybe we shouldn't have pornography in our children's school libraries, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, maybe that's not a good, maybe we shouldn't be teaching our children that if you're white, you are a racist uh, a supremacist and if you are black you are uh, you are you are oppressed I'm just saying you know, common sense at one point a few years ago in fact there was a video that was going around there's a video that's now go, going around it actually has it was from 2019 and it had Dennis Prager uh, who's a conservative talk show host uh, who was talking who brought up the idea on Bill Maher's show that about the lies that the left is telling and one of the things he brought up was that men can menstruate and have babies that was 2019 mike they laughed him off the show they they literally just laughed yeah. like nobody's saying that nobody's saying that but guess what now if you don't believe that you are trans you're a transphobic bigot yeah we, we have people on uh, uh you know testifying before congress now not just some talk show you have people testifying before congress that uh this is how you define uh, a, a man and a woman and 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 being you know the the people sitting there in disbelief what can't define them that way oh, no, no, you don't no, no, define no. a woman oh, by no, 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 the no, no, ability no, no. to have let, sexual organs and give a child give birth to a child no no so, let, let 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 no 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 let's take that a step further we have a supreme court justice that cannot tell you what a woman is. Right. Yes. On the Supreme yeah. Court. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's good stuff right there. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what we need in our lives. It's a Supreme Court justice that can't tell. But, you know, then again, that's what happens when you don't pick the best qualified person for the job and you narrow down and go into a small group of people and say, I'm picking the best uh, African-American woman for the job. Again, like I told you before, I walk into a hospital with a heart attack. I'm not looking for the best African woman heart surgeon. I'm looking for the best heart surgeon. All right. right. <laughs> of, of every person that lives and breathes, I want that best person. 
don't get don't don't dig down into tiny little groups. Now, if that person ends up being the best of everybody and is also a black female, no worries, no issues. No worries. Let's get to work, Doc. <laughs> well, exactly. But but once again, this was but this is someone who is more rather they're enslaved to an ideology. And then and the thing is, is that logic and reason has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with believing in that ideology. And that's the reason why so many people, when they look at, for lack of a better term, wokeism, when they look at the the series of political or, or, or cultural ideologies, transgenderism, yeah. diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, uh, critical race theory, feminist theory, all of that is all based on a postmodernist Marxist theory. And it is, none of it is based on fact. None of it is based on logic. It's all based on this belief, nope. this faith, that once we tear down every institution, out of the ashes will rise like a phoenix, that which is just and righteous for us all. Although it's never happened. You know, just because you said it, I, I got an alert while we were sitting here. I'm sorry, I got a little distracted. They're rising out of the ashes of the phoenix. It's... It's currently feels like 120 in Central Florida <laughs> with the with the heat index. Oh, well, that's how bad the humidity is here. Once it's 97, it's really 120 on your skin. Exactly, so. feels like feels like feels like you're in, you're you're in hell, doesn't it? <laughs> that's it. It's it's, uh, it's like your your swamp ass has swamp ass, you know. Your swamp ass has swamp ass. <laughs> But anyway, folks, I just, I really believe that this is a good, I mean, in my opinion, it's a good sign for, it's a bad sign for America. It's a, hopefully if we take advantage of it and we're, we're, we're conscious of it for Republicans, it is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to not get caught up in the far right versus the moderate right. It's literally, like I said, common sense versus common nonsense. We're the ones that believe that there are two genders. We're yeah. we're the ones who believe Stay that you can make a better decision how to raise your kids than can the government. Stay I conservative. Mean, All we, we we don't have to go far right, weird conservative, regular conservative, and the elections in the bag. Right. If we effectively communicate, Wait, and don't get caught up in the wokeism. Yeah, unless of course there's extra bags or ballots underneath the table, and we saw that last time. So. <laughs> Watch out for the extra bags and ballots. Point That's noted. It. And speaking of wokeism, there was an article that I had come across, and I just I wanted you guys to see this because I this is how uh, the the Maoist re-edge I think they call it I forget what they call it, but it's like this is the sort of stuff that you wind up seeing, and this is how people wind up uh, uh, how they how they wind up basically going after people who disagree, the folks on the woke on the woke left, they wind up going after people and winds up having real world or real life, uh, real life uh, uh, consequences. So this is about a prince. He was a school principal. All right. Or he ran a school. He was, uh, his name was uh, uh, Richard Bil Bilkso. Bilkso. Can you pronounce that for me, sir? I think you got it right. That's the first time I've ever heard you say a white guy's name right. Bilkso. <laughs> hey, I get your name right all the time. Michael Pitatowski. Yeah, I beat that into you, though. <laughs> I beat it into you. I beat it into you. Yeah. But now this started, and, and, I, and I have to tell you, I have seen this happen, this sort of thing happen firsthand, right? 
So this guy was this guy ran a school. He's a beloved, he was a beloved educator. He was a he was a he was a progressive. He was a leftist, uh, and he was so he, they were doing this training. It was a diversity, equity, and inclusion training at his school where where he worked, and uh, he was. But the person leading it was this person came Kiki Ojo Thompson, right? Uh, and what they were talking about was. Basically, this person wanted to say, well, you know, Canada is even more racist than the United States. And here was the kind of the comment that she had made. All right, so now what's funny about that is is that then he decided to raise a question or a concern about it because he's like, well, I just don't know that that's the case because, and, and he states a few claims here, and I'll give you an opportunity to kind of hear what, uh, hear what a little bit of his response. And you tell me if you hear any racist stuff here. I just wanted to make a comment about uh, the Canada-U.S. thing and a, a little bit of a challenge of it. I did my student teaching in the U.S. and, and have spent a lot of time in the U.S. And to say here, honestly, that Canada is not a more just society than the United States is, and we talked about facts and figures, I invite everyone here to, to do some research. And you look at things, yeah, absolutely, and look at things like education and look how more, you think about a system we have in Ontario where every student is funded equally. You go to the United States, they're funded based on their 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 tax base, right? I see you're shaking your head, but I, I talk about what I'm saying. What I'm saying yeah. is that what I'm saying, why I'm shaking my head, yeah. is that it absolutely matters what community you live in in, in Ontario. That's not what I said. What I said. I, was, I'm not arguing what you said. Yeah. What I'm saying yeah. is because I'm talking about the principle of your point. Yeah. It's not about what you said. This is not a court of law. The principle of your point is that that you can base it on, well, they have this tax system, and that's true. What I'm saying to you is that what racialized people experience in this province is that it absolutely matters where you live. So it's not, so the fact of the tax system is not untrue. What you're saying is not untrue, but how it's lived out in Ontario is not as you say, is all I'm saying. Is that the All right, so what she's arguing here is how much money you get doesn't really matter. What matters is your quote-unquote lived experience. So if you're black and you say that the system is racist, then that's it. You don't get to, that's it, that's all. I'm black and they're saying, I because a black person said it's racist, that's their lived experience, that's their experience. Now, if, for example, your, your lived experience wasn't that, that you did not feel that you were, that, 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 that your country was discriminatory, well, that really does not matter. That doesn't matter to that doesn't matter one bit, right? Because then you are like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Then what they will say is you have internalized racism, right? So now this whole thing goes on, and it's really that was the bulk of it. Although uh, she did have one comment here, and I wanted to make uh, I wanted to make sure to read this. Uh, I wanted to make sure to read this comment that she had made. She basically said, uh, "As oh, here we go. Let me pull that up." 
as white people, there's a whole bunch going on and going on that isn't your personal experience. Thomas said uh, at the second session, it will never be heard. You will never know it. You know it to be so. You will never know it to be so. So your job in this work as white people is to believe. So in other words, all your job is, is to believe whatever the black people who say they've been oppressed and that the place is racist. Your job is to believe whatever they, is, is to believe what they tell you. Now, if they happen to tell you that the experience hasn't been racist, well, then that doesn't really count, right? That doesn't really matter. You're not really that, that, that person. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's, uh, not really, he's not really, uh, they are, they have, once again, they have internalized, they have internalized the racism. And there's the one part I'm, I'm I apologize that I keep scrolling here cause I'm trying to find, oh, so what happened was she then turns around and basically says, well, you know, you and your whiteness can't tell me about my, can't tell black people about their lived experience. Now, mind you, he all he's talking about is facts, data, objective truth, and information. And all she's talking about is lived experience with no facts, no data. And the very fact that he bothered to, uh, the very fact that he bothered to even question her, well, that has been now had him deemed as, well, that's how white supremacy works. Because people are challenging you, it must be because they are racist uh, and therefore, through white supremacy, they are challenging you. And that's, you know, Mike, what gets me about this whole thing is that's the way they work. If you bring up logic and facts, they shout you down with quote unquote lived experience. So, I mean, I, truth be told, I, I haven't lived your life. So you're right. They're right. I can't tell you about your lived experience. But what I can tell you is this, is that there's lived experiences are all brought together in this thing called data, objective data and information. And when you analyze that data and information, you could start to arrive at some bigger truths or trends. But they don't want you to look at those bigger truths or trends. Anyway, long story short, uh, this guy would eventually be ridiculed. He would eventually wind up losing his job. Uh, he would eventually wind up having to sue the school district. Uh, and then eventually he would wind up uh, committing suicide because, once again, here was a guy who was a progressive, who was very, you know, race race conscious but because he dare question the ideology and the paradigm uh his 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 reputation and his career were ruined and he would eventually wind up committing suicide you know short of taking these ridiculous people these these people that have these you know uh these these theories and well because i believe it that makes it 100 percent correct but short of sending them away to special camps uh with really tall fences uh you know, Craig, it's going to take, and you and I have talked about this, uh, of getting back control of the media, or not getting back control of the media, but at least getting the media to be, you know, centrist, you know, to, to not be so so one-sided and absolutist in their, in their incredibly wrong views. Um, uh, and, and I think the only way to do that is every time you have a, a false story or something else ridiculous like this that's put out, that you go after the the executives, you know, the, and you, you, you try them with the... Uh, uh, the, the eventual suicide death of this individual or with a, uh, you know, a treason and sedition when they start putting these, these type of words, these type of uh, statements out there, uh, because it, it, it's the, it's the, the, the media is repeatedly saying it, uh, you know, putting that message out there and the masses believe it. And that's it. They blind, blind obedience to the ridiculousness that flows out of our mainstream media.
Let me see if I can. Listen to this. Well, and, and, and you see, like I said, once again, resisting the quote unquote truth, she's at, she's offered absolutely no, no data, right. no evidence to support her claims. But because you bring up data, because you bring up information, because you bring up logic, well, that's now resistance. And, uh, you know, that's what's going to happen when you, when, when people start preaching, the, when, when you start preaching your truth, people are going to, it's going to question it. And uh, your job is to shut them down because that's called resistance and they're resisting the truth. Uh, and by the way, this, let me, let me just say this. I, I am, I, I don't believe that there is, you know, for me, there's no, there's nothing that is so bad in my life that I can't work to overcome that is worth taking my life. So I don't blame them for this individual who committed suicide. What I do blame, what I do recognize here is that, and here's the problem, is when you read this article, it's over at uh, the FP thefp.com, but uh, the, what I do recognize, though, is, is that this is what causes good people to say nothing. Because these sort of whacked out yes. crazy people, they are, in a, they are a very, very yeah. small minority of people, even on the left. But they, yeah. but they realize they get the left to be scared and they don't want to say anything because they don't want to be ostracized to lose their job, to lose their reputation the way that this guy did. He was an example yep. of a public lynching. And I can't think of it. Any, he had literally was a, a career and, 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 and a career and reputational lynching. And what's worse is people in people who were a part of this, who probably knew better, participated in that lynching. If this was a, a, a young lady that was hazed or abused in school and committed suicide over it, they'd be charging the people that did that with this with their death. Yet, because it's 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 a it's a liberal political person that forced them down this road, it's it's okay. She's going to be scot free. Right, and he will forever go down as a as a right wing racist extremist yep. for yep. simply pointing out for sim for simple disagreement. Folks, this is the way they operate. Now, I realize some of you out there already know this. You see it everywhere you are. You're afraid to say something. But let me just be honest with you. Say something. Because here's the thing, folks. They will, they will continue to do this as long as they think that they've got control over you. And I guarantee you the majority of the folks agree with you. They're just scared to say something. Give them permission yep. to say something by saying something. And I would challenge him. Yep. I would say, look, are you telling me I'm the only person on this call that believes this? Really? I mean, no one else questions any of this stuff? Right. Well, like you said, not that they don't question it. It's They don't feel like being in the limelight with idiots like that, fighting with them. Well, but, but here's what winds up happening is that if you don't, you don't challenge, eventually they are going to come after your sacred cow. They're going to come after oh, whatever's oh. important to you. And when you speak up, no, all the people that would have been there that would have had your back, they are all gone. 
because you didn't speak up. All it takes for evil to win is for good people to sit back and say nothing. Funny how that works, huh? That is such a true statement. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Okay, where are we at? Oh, White House reversing their hunting class policy. This will be a quick one. We talked about this this a little bit last uh, last week. Uh, there is a policy that they were that basically what they're doing is they're going after hunting classes uh, in K twelve schools. Well, it turns out that uh, they've caught a lot of grief from Republicans and Democrats alike. And so the Biden administration paves way to reverse hunting archery crackdown after widespread criticism. It says here, first on Fox, the Biden administration opened the door to reversing its ongoing crackdown on school hunting education and archery classes across the country, saying it would work with Congress to restore funding to such programs. In a statement to Fox News Digital, the Department of Education acknowledged it had defunded the school sportsman activities that traditionally received federal dollars and stated those programs are enrichment opportunities. The agency added that it would work with lawmakers to develop legislative language to resolve the issue. In other words, they don't want to be the ones to do it, but they're going to try and get Congress uh, to put the money back. What I like about this is, is that it shows that if you put enough pressure on, if you say something, they'll do something. That's it. And it's the same point we made in the last story, right? Don't sit back and say nothing. You must get up and say something if you want people to take notice. Otherwise, they'll just run all over you with their with their liberal leftisms. Well, and, and folks, here's the thing. And it's important to be both informed and fact-based in your arguments because if we resort to what they do, because here's what they do. The first thing they do is they don't, once again, they don't come at you with logic or critical thinking. They call you a racist. They, they, they marginalize you by name calling. So we can't do the same exact thing to them. We have to come with, we have to be able to identify and help people to be able to identify with us, right? To be able to understand, let people know we think more like them than do these other folks. The, the one that's like, and I tell them in a second. Here's the reason why you're calling me. This is the reason why you're saying I'm a sellout or you're trying to say that I'm I'm internalized racism because you have absolutely no logic on your side. History is not on your side. I, I always tell when we talk about like that, a lot of the DEI stuff, I'll tell people in a second. As, as a black man growing up in the United States, I recognize this, that America isn't perfect, but we are still the freest, most educated and most prosperous peoples of African descent in the world. And I dare anybody, I dare anybody to show me data proving any different. So um, what do you want to say? That we're the most racist country in the world, accepting all others? That's right. We are the most racist except for all the other ones. Yep, yep. (laughs) I think the response to these people should be, and I don't care if it's in one of these meetings or sitting in Congress, is uh, you're an idiot. Next topic, please. You're an idiot. Next topic. Well, I hear you, and, and 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 that's the truth. But the problem is, Mike, is that it can't just be name calling. It's almost like in the sharing of your data and your information, you've got to prove that they are idiots. Because people have to. I hate to say this, people are not doing going to do their homework. I cannot tell you the number of times. I, so I was out at uh, I was out at the 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 state fair at the Republican booth, and I was talking with a a person who used to be an educator. And when I had to explain to them, well, what about Republicans banning books? And I'm explaining to them the books that are at the top of the list of the books that, that are being challenged, right? 
dude, trying to get them, dude, they're trying to get this person to actually look at the book. I mean, yeah. I literally pulled it up and I'm like, look, this is what's in the book. Nope. Didn't want to look. Didn't want to do their homework. They're lazy. Oh. I'd say it's a oh. lot of people are lazy. They're not going to look and they're not going to get the information. You got to almost spoon feed it to them. So let's, uh, and I'm, you're correct. Let's not call them an idiot. Let's just give them the eye roll or the face palm and move on. You know, because again, the, the more you acknowledge, I mean, it's like when you got a three-year-old trying to fight with you, the more you mm -hmm. sit there and fight with them, the more you're just going to lose. All right. Just, just, well, all right. You know what? We're done. We're moving on. We're moving but on. But the, the problem <laughs> is, is the problem though is, is that the people who need to understand this stuff, I, I always say this a lot of times when I'm debating with someone, it's not because I'm expecting to change their mind. It's that there are people who are watching this debate, who are listening to this debate who are actually open-minded and interested in actually getting some facts and information. It's not for the person I'm debating with. It's for the person who's actually open to the idea and actually open to getting new information. Got to put a truth next yep. to the lie in order to, in order to expose the lie. Yep. All right. And then next we have, Oh, <laughs> this is a fun one from transgendered to transabled. Well, Craig, what are you talking about? Now people are choosing to identify as handicapped. A troubling societal issue called transableism is attracting attention these days. Transableism is a new form, a new term for BIID or body integrity identity disorder in which a person actually identifies as handicapped. BIID has been relabeled to transableism to align with today's trans community, according to some. And I know you guys think this is whacked out and crazy, but guess what? It exists. The point, uh, the point of changing the identifier from the, the psychiatric condition BIID to an advocacy term, transableism, is to harness the stunning cultural power of gender ideology to, uh, to the cause of allowing doctors to treat BIID patients by amputating healthy limbs, snipping spinal cords, or destroying eyesight according to Evolution News and Science Today, E.N., uh, which reports on anal on and reports on and analyzes evolution, neuroscience, bioethics, intelligent design, and other scientific related issues. Now, my if a person can have perfectly good breasts removed or testicles and penis removed, why can't they have their arm removed? Why can't they have their their, their their spine spinal cord snapped uh, in order if they or or there were acid put in their eyes in order to uh, for them to fit the the way in which they see themselves so that they can be their their true selves. I mean, why not? Well, well Craig, it, it, yeah, I think you hit it right on the point. It's um, they they want to have the benefits of. Not that there's a listen. When you think of yourself as handicapped, you don't think of yourself as benefit. But imagine if you're you're technically you're actually not handicapped, 
but you'd like to have the placard on your car so you could park up close. You'd like to have the extra SSI checks coming in the mail for for handicap things that handicap people actually need to uh, to get along in today's society. Now you have these other people that just want the benefit of what the handicap gets without have to actually be handicapped. Well, and, and I don't think it's as much that Mike as I really do honestly believe that it is a men- it is it is a it is a mental disorder. And yeah. and it is a, it is a real one that has been diagnosed and like if you see what they're doing here is they're taking something that was once determined to be a a a a psychological condition and they're turning right. it into a physical condition. And the reason why they're doing it is because they now want to be able to change the body in order to fit the mind. But the problem is, is that as, as we found out with transgenderism is the, the percentage of people who are suicidal, who were suicidal before they transitioned, are still, the same percentage are still suicidal. Yeah, 40%. Yeah, about 40% are still suicidal, are still suffering from uh, suicidal ideation. It doesn't change. I mean, here's the other thing. Now, this is what's a trip. So in California, there's actually a bill, or not not a bill. They're actually going after and investigating a school district because the school district said, well, you know what? If a student wants their gender change, right, they're going to identify as a different gender. The school, and they do this at school, then the school has to notify the parents. And literally, they're under investigation by the Attorney General of the state of California because they might be violating the civil rights of these students. But but number one, they're not. Uh, when it comes to medical stuff or things, you no, I'm sorry, you don't get... Children do not have uh, a, a, a right to privacy when it comes to stuff like that. In particular, because of this, if you know that though, if you know, if you're saying that they have to be able to transition because they might commit suicide, shouldn't you be telling parents when their child is potentially suicidal? You would think, right? But uh, but again, that's that's not the, the it's not the goal. You know, the, the goal is not to uh, resume normalcy. Uh, so we they have to stop the resume to normalcy, and by and by doing doing that is allowing them to continue with this uh, you know mental disease and defect. I, I'm sorry, I think that that's that's what what you have to consider it. Yeah, and 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 sadly, uh, that is where we are at these days. And, and like I said, the, the the oddest thing is is that these people seem to think once again they have a right to make decisions for our children. And I'm, and I'm you know I'm like this. I'm not letting a child make a life-altering choice or decision. When I say life-altering, I'm talking about, you know, because here's the thing. Once they start identifying as something, they also then want to give them the drugs that could potentially cause them to be sterile. They want to uh, take them to have top surgery, which is basically breast removal or bottom surgery, which, uh, by the way, in most cases for... Uh, male to female has proven to be a complete and utter failure. Uh, it, it has literally caused a lot. Anyway, I won't even get into it. But you're talking about mutilating. In this case, you're talking about mutilating children. And That's it. I, I think if you're an adult, you decide you want to do that to yourself. Okay. 
But if you're, but, but you should not be allowed to allow that to happen. Children should not be allowed to make the decision to do that for themselves or to have adults make that decision for that to happen. That's it. That's it. Anyway, it ain't rocket science. At least I don't think it is. All right, folks. What's well, about that time for our parting shots? Brought to you by Hog Holsters. Get your Hog Holster at hogholster.com. Remember to use discount code The Rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today. All right, this first one, well, this one is a, you might recognize that we have a, a, a large number of senior citizens who seem to be running our country. And so I wanted to give you a peer, a look into the, uh, the big guy, the big guy rest home. Uh, here you, or big, I'm sorry, big gov, big gov rest home. <laughs> oh, let's see, we've got here, we've got, uh. Diane Feinstein, which I think they need to blacken her hair a little bit. Just, I mean, the roots need to be gray, but the rest of it, the rest of it, you know, they keep dyeing her hair black. They got her voting I, I, I. Um, you got Joe Biden asking where his ice cream is and hollering for Joe Biden or for, you know, for Bo Biden or, or no, that's Biden. You got Mitch McConnell staring off into space. He's frozen. And then you've got, uh, where's the, oh, Nancy Pelosi. Let's impeach Trump again. No, yes, maybe. Yeah, she's a. Uh, she, she, the bottle's not shaken enough. The bottle, the bottle is not shaken enough. <laughs> oh, gotta love stuff. Gotta love this stuff. Okay, coming up next, Mike. You want to let folks know what this is that we've got up here now? Oh, Craig, it's it's one of my uh, favorite uh, still images from the, the the women's FIFA, the the, the World Cup for soccer. Um, if you if you look just above the far right corner uh, of the net, you can see uh, the ball missing the net as Megan Rapinoe is shooting for the extra point. Oh yeah, you know it's just she failed America. I I look at this one. She failed America again. <laughs> yeah. I think she missed it on purpose. She hates the U.S. so much. I think she did it on purpose. She turned around and laughed the entire way back to the huddle. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. Uh, okay. This is how excess. I bet you this is. I bet you this vending machine is is in Florida, isn't it? <laughs> it's a, a friend. It's a, I, it's a it's a Florida vending machine. Yeah, you can see it's got some. Uh, you got your choices there. You got some old Smiths there on the top. Looks like a, you know, 5906 and then a little snub nose <laughs> down on the bottom, you know, just a little variety there. You know, just, I'm sure Glocks are on the bottom level because they're, they're plastic and they don't want them falling too far. You know, so. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are listening to the program, it says friend, how accessible do you think guns should be? And it says me and it's a vending machine full of firearms. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and that brings me to our final one. America desperately pleading for one day where no weird stuff happens. Now, I don't recognize, is that the mascot for Florida? No, that's some crazy clown from some horror movie. From It? <laughs> yes, yep. And it's and it says Florida, and he's just laughing. <laughs> he's just laughing. <laughs> oh, I will tell you, so my first... You know, when I went to Florida for the camping, for the the, the, the camping thing put on by, uh, that used to be, well, used to be put on by Florida Carry, I was introduced to Florida Man. Uh, oh, yeah. Th- that was a fun one. 
For those of you who do not know, Florida Man is where you basically, you go to Google, you put in your birthday, right? Not the year, just the, the, the month and the day, and put yeah. a Florida Man. And I guarantee you, you will get a weird story about something that a Florida Man did. That's it. That's it. And Craig, what weekend did you come to Florida on and go camping? Uh, that would have been. It was like it was like in February. It was like it was like the first what week. What was the event they had going on there besides what? the Florida Carry? Besides yeah. the Florida Carry event, what was the name of the event going on that weekend? Oh yes, I was there. We were there during Cracker Weekend. Yeah, we had to talk Craig off the ledge. We we're like, no, no, it's not a bad thing. It's not- <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I could, thought we I, I, I could not believe I'm like. Cracker weekend, what? <laughs> for those of you who not, for those of you on the West Coast, if you're a brother on the West Coast, you know the term "cracker" is not a positive euphemism for uh, Caucasians. <laughs> Apparently, Florida, they have their own weekend in Florida. Well, and again, I'm a I'm a transplant. I'm not from Florida, but uh, they uh, uh, it's it's their celebration of. Uh, their their Florida heritage, and it has to do with, uh, and they still do it in Florida every year. The the big cattle drives. You see the big cattle drives from North to South Florida, and the cowboys were called crackers because they used to run the run the cows with the whips. Hilarious, just hilarious. Well, anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, that's about it for today. But before we go, got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Yep, HitmanIndustries.net. HitmanIndustries.net. You can get yourself an AR rifle barrel or pistol barrel at any length at any caliber check them out hitmanindustries.net soon to come glock barrels california republican assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines now you can take part in california's future today make sure you watch the california six congressional race uh hog holsters h-a-w-g holsters.com greg just told you how to get a hold of them make sure you get your best tactical holster on the market and if you're looking for some outdoor gear get on over to uscombatgear.com All right, folks, once again, please take a moment, visit our sponsors, tell them the guys over at The Rundown sent you, and that is going to be it for today. We will be back tomorrow on Throat Punch Thursday. So y'all have a good day, evening, and we will see you manana.